0: Blog Talk Radio Credit Talk Radio with Jeannie Kelly from the Kelly Group ReadyForGoodCredit.com Jeannie is a credit coach who you might have seen on the Today Show Jerry Willis, Fox Business News Lisa Orr's, or her writing blogs on Huffington Post, Credit.com, MasterCard, MyFifo, and others. Jeannie is also the author of the 90-Day Credit Challenge. The reason Jeannie has this show is to help you get all of your answers about credit. If you have a credit question, then you are in the right place. This program will start out with the latest questions Jeannie has received, and the questions might be the same that you have been wanting to know. So sit back, grab a cup of coffee, and enjoy. We're here today because I invited Denise Panza from The Mortgage Gal dot com to talk to us about her top ten don'ts when applying for mortgages. And it's really important to review these things, hopefully, before you go out house shopping. But if you're doing that right now, it's never too late. So I just want to welcome Denise Panza. Denise.
1: Denise, I'm here, Jeannie. Can you hear me? Thank okay. you so much for having me.
0: I, I appreciate this. I can hear you. Absolutely, happy to have you again. So, Denise, we we figured we'll go over your top ten don'ts when you're applying for a mortgage. So, what's the what's your number one don't when you're when okay. you're in the mortgage process? <laughs>
1: Okay, here we go. Let's not change jobs. Oftentimes the process will start and then all of a sudden you ask for a fresh pay stub and you come to find out that they quit their job and decided to open up their own, you know, cleaning company or home decor company. And then really quick the loan dies as a result. Right. If you don't change your jobs. You gotta stay put. Whatever you do the day oh, after right, the closing Knock yourself out.
0: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay. And then but because we're gonna do top ten and obviously um, my show, I always try to make these these shows within fifteen minutes. Like give as much information as we can in a quick little snippet. So what's your second?
1: My second is no large purchases of vehicles, no boats, okay. no new cars, um, yeah, basically just a, a new yeah. car, a boat, any kind of um, you know motorcycle. It's not necessary. We don't need to do that right now. We need to wait until, again, until the loan process is completed.
0: And I'll say on the credit side, when I see that, I cringe because if it goes on the credit report as a new trade line, new account, that means, or, They had to apply for the for this car loan and get a new inquiry that tips their score down. So as far as credit goes, it's very important to definitely not be applying for any new loans before the major purchase of a home loan.
1: Absolutely, not a good thing. And so,
0: what would be your third? Yeah, what would be your third? Um, So let's not use the
1: credit cards anymore. I I think that people, (laughs) they get excited. They're about to buy a house. They go to Home Goods. They just run all over town, Home Depot. This is like weeks before they're even taking ownership, but they're getting excited. I get it. And they're just making purchases. And then you know on the credit side what happens to your credit cards when you go shopping. It's a two-fold. Right, exactly. You know. What's going to happen? Scores are going to drop as a result because you're going to be maxed out on your credits.
0: Right. Yeah. Potentially. You don't want to do accounts. You know, again, same thing as that with the auto loans. You don't want any new credit cards for that 10% savings on the furniture to, you know, put in the home beforehand. So don't be doing that. And, yeah, don't be, if anything, you want to lower those credit card balances. And, you know, Denise, even today, because I'm always talking about what have I asked about recently, today I was asked why, if every single month people pay their credit cards in full, it's still showing a balance on the credit report. And the reason why that happens is it's always showing the last statement balance. So even though you pay it to zero, because you start using it again, and until you receive the statement, pay it off again, the credit report is always going to show the statement balance that you receive. So it will never show that zero. So it's important if you're house shopping and that is how you pay your credit card to pay them to the zero and then stop using them and you know for the few months before and be using the debit card because you really want to show those low balances.
1: Oh my god I wish all my clients would do that. That's huge. That's (laughs) totally huge. (laughs)
0: It is huge. Well, that's why they're listening to the show. This way they will know what to do before seeing Denise fans.
1: Exactly. (laughs) What's your fourth step? Okay, so – and people do this all the time, too. So you have this money set aside for your closing costs, and then I think folks just – I think they – are just hoping that their closing costs will not be the number that we discussed from day one. So they think that they can dip in a little bit, take care of this, take care of that. And then at the end of the day, when we are getting closer to the closing, um, everyone's you know going crazy wondering where we're going to find these last-minute dollars. And it just you, you just can't. You have to leave the money for the house aside for the house. I know it's so difficult. Right. I mean, I'm sure it is, especially when you're right. a first-time homebuyer and this is your first house. Yeah. You're so excited, and you're like, oh, my gosh, I can't wait to decorate it. I can't wait to paint. And then there's sales, and then Raymore and Flanagan, you have to buy on President's <laughs> Day. Denise, I have to take this credit card out, or I'm not going to get this discount. <laughs> right. uh, you know what? Knock yourself out. Go buy your furniture, uh, even though I told you not to. And if you don't get the clothes on your new home, then uh, I hope you can figure out a game plan for that new furniture. Uh, it just It's crazy. Yeah, people do not listen. I guess they're just, you know, they're dreamers, wishful thinking. But, I mean, today it's just you it, it can't play around. Right, you can't. can't. No,
0: and you, wanna, you definitely have to have that money aside. And you know what? It would be great if you had extra because, you know, owning a home, you should have a, a little bit of a nest egg there. So now what's your fifth tip? So don't omit debts
1: um, or liabilities from your loan application. And that could be something as little as, you know, some folks just leave out the fact that they pay child support. Um, Okay. Maybe because, just I don't know for whatever reason they just don't choose to put it. Maybe they pay cash or or whatnot. But it always comes back to bite you. You know you'll need a divorce mm-hmm. decree, and then all of a sudden the underwriter sees that there's child support being paid, and now all of a sudden the income to debt ratios are out of whack. Um, other debts. I mean, there really isn't any other major debt. Again, something that might be related to a divorce decree, alimony or child support are really the, the bigger the bigger issues that people fail to leave out. And it's not a question that you're going to be like, hey, Mr. Customer, I just want to make sure you don't, you know, you checked off, you're not married, but you don't have any child support out there, do you? It's not a question you're really going to have. So it's so important that they just disclose it. Overshare, overshare. That's all I have to say. I just wish clients would just Overshare.
0: Well, in the beginning, they would definitely want to be putting everything out there because then it's so easy for you to be giving them the big picture of what they truly can afford and, you know, what they could truly um, get approved for instead of, you know, oh, this little thing, that little thing. And it all adds up at the end of the day. So put, who cares, you know, if it seems ridiculous, put it on there and then, you know, you can work your magic with uh you know, telling them what they can afford.
1: <laughs> Correct. If we have all so the now, pieces of the puzzle in the very beginning, it makes for a happy ending. Not every other week oh, yeah. learning something new, you know. It's frustrating. Yeah, frustrating. that's perfect.
0: Okay. Absolutely, yeah. And I know you told me six and seven were almost like what we talked about, not buying the new furniture and seven not to have new inquiries on the credit report. So we know those you know those two tips. We definitely right. no buying anything. You know, definitely right. not whether it's the furniture, whether it's the appliances. Um, we don't want any new credit or um, no no new inquiries. So definitely credit wise, that's important not as because well what as we for do- your application.
1: Right, because what a lot of lenders are doing now is they do what's called a soft pull within a couple of days of the closing. And I can't and a soft pull. What that means is that they, they are, well, you can explain what a soft pull is, but it's almost like pulling your credit report mm-hmm. again, and they're going to see if you have any, um, you know, new increase. And if you do, you have to address those. I just had one. I mean, I, I this this okay. file, the so the individual, nice couple buying their first home, getting ready to close. Do the verbal verification of employment. Mrs. Customer doesn't work at her job anymore. She quit. Didn't think Uh. to tell me. Okay, so then we fix it. We restructure the loan. We're doing a loan, getting ready to close a second time. Right before the closing, we pull the soft pull. Mr. and Mrs. Customer decided to go buy a new car because her new business was (laughs) going to require her doing a lot of traveling. Now we're in... Third, you know, third third try and trying to, you know, make moves and make this work. And it, it's probably going yeah. to come down to them paying off the car that they just purchased 10 days ago. Oh, ridiculous. No, they would have shared well, with this with the me. car,
0: right? Yeah, it better right. be. It better be. <laughs> After all that hard work. Yeah. Know. You know. I just think, like you said, I think that people they don't realize the little things like this while they're in the mortgage process. They, they're just not thinking, Oh, I'm getting the mortgage. I shouldn't be getting a new car. I was asked this the other day by a family member. You know, she said, you know, we're we're looking for houses and, but I need a new car cause she's pregnant. And it's like, okay, well, what do you want? Do you want to live in the apartment with the baby and have a brand new car Or do you want a house, you know, so it's just one or the other. And so that's, you know, you just have to have your priorities. So what would be your next tip? All
1: right. Um, Large deposits in the bank account. Uh, (laughs) This happens all the time. I I have to wear this This like a big stamp on my forehead. Yeah, so, I mean, a lot of times you'll get bank statements from someone. Like, let's you know, they want a house, put an offer in. Okay, send those pay stubs and bank statements. And then you see... They didn't share this with you. Once again, um, they have this ten thousand dollar large deposit. Uh, they have this four thousand eight hundred, you know, eight hundred large deposit. And then, of course, all deposits, pretty much over five hundred dollars, have to be sourced and seasoned. We need to know where it came from if we're using those funds to close. So you speak to the borrower. Oh, my uncle gave me cash gift. My mom. I and I just, I just sold. Um, some jewelry on uh, Craigslist. I mean, there's just you know, there's a hundred different you know uh, excuses, but they're not excuses. I mean, they're they're real, but unfortunately, unless you can document them, that money cannot be used. So cash deposits cannot be used. Um, and so they can't be used for you
0: your s- down payment. You mean?
1: exactly not Is that what at, you all, mean? Okay. at all.
0: Okay. You you can't even write me a letter telling me that your
1: grandmother, you know, was hiding it in her attic, you know, for this day (laughs) that you were finally buying your house and then she gave it to you. It just, you can't, it has to be, it all has to be sourced and seasoned. Every single check, whether it's a check that they got from, you know, their, you know, a next boyfriend that owed them some money from back rent three years ago, giving them cash, you just can't use it. Everything has to be sourced and seasoned. So large deposits is like a a giant no-no.
0: Okay, I am okay. I got that. See, that is Get something it. I learned today. So that, and I closed <laughs> on mortgages before, and I didn't know it. I guess I'm not putting large checks ever in the bank. <laughs> um, okay, what is your ninth tip?
1: Don't change bank accounts. A lot of times, so you'll okay. have, you know, they'll have a history because you need two months worth of consistent bank statements. So you'll have your M&T, okay. you'll show me your, your August and your September. And then all of a sudden, you know, we we're, we're, need to verify that their down payment check cleared. And then they give a statement from, say, uh, you know, the credit union. And then you're like, well, wait a minute. Account come from? We never discussed this account. You never disclosed this account. Oh, I just I closed my M and T's and I just opened this. And then you're dealing with a brand new bank account that has doesn't have money source and seasons. There's obviously a large deposit because they took money from mm-hmm. you know bank account A and put it in bank account B. Complete nightmare. So do do not change your bank account until the okay. day after you close. I don't care who your banking is with that day. That's
0: a lot. I mean. Yeah, I have no idea. Okay, and what's
1: your 10th tip? <laughs> Don't co-sign for anyone. This is so hard for people, especially, you know, those that have the big heart, and they're buying their first yeah. house, and they're so excited. I've had people, they're buying their first home, so excited. It's the best thing ever. And at the same time, their sister or their mother is co-signing, you know, is buying a home, and the mom or the sister is asking, can you co-sign for me? Or or it's a car. They want to co-sign on a car for their you know, they're twenty one year old
0: Mm -hmm. once
1: we pull the credit and we see that you know, and well and we see those those new debts popping up, it just it can potentially destroy the whole transaction because people think like because they're just a co signer, like you know that your son's gonna pay his car payment, you know your sister's gonna pay her mortgage, but it doesn't matter in the banking world. We're still gonna look at that debt as it being yours every day of the week. Right. So yeah, you absolutely. can't do it. I you gotta talk about take that, that big...
0: all the time. Yeah. yeah. Because, because also people don't think, Denise, when they see, like, let's say they pull their credit report and they see all these rolling leaks on an account they co-sign for an auto loan. for Yeah, their son. Then they're like, oh, my goodness, I had no idea. The bank never called me. That's not the bank's fault. You know, you didn't put yourself as the major person. Because whether you co-sign or not, you're equally responsible. It doesn't matter. It's like a joint account. I think that it's almost, instead of cosine, I wish lenders would just say joint because people seem to know in my credit world what I've come across in over 15 years is if I say, Do you know what a joint account is? People totally understand that they're. Both responsible. But when you mention cosigns, they don't think they're responsible. <laughs> I that's don't true. Understand. They think that they're it's just like... putting
1: a signature on a piece of paper yeah. and that that's it. And they're kinda of walking away. They don't realize what that entails. It has serious yeah. impact on that individual. Yeah. You're right. It should not be considered cosigner. Yeah. That's misleading. It should definitely be I know. um you're just yeah, as like, much a oh, borrower as the other person. This.
0: Right, and I tell them, like, that's why the person got the loan. That's why they needed you, because they <laughs> needed someone to it. You know, so if you are ever going to co-sign, and definitely not serve before a mortgage, I always tell people, just don't even co-sign. Um, but right. if someone were to do that, know that it is going on your credit report. It will be calculated, you know, in your debt ratio. Because if that person doesn't pay, you're responsible for paying it. So... That's a great one to end it off with. I definitely learned a lot Denise because, you know, again, whether it's changing jobs, whether it's not putting all the information on the application or changing bank accounts or jobs, it's a lot, it's almost I feel like it's almost like a part-time job to keep it straight to get the mortgage. How do you <laughs> It have, is. It like, is a part-
1: do you, Yeah, like It's how a part-time it job. But I think these rules. I know that but I think like I think these this this list this this top 10 list of things that you
0: uh-huh.
1: need not do when you're when you're in the process of buying a home I think this is mm-hmm. like needs to go to the individual my buyers the, immediately mm-hmm. like they have to read this I almost wish it could be a contract and they have to sign it cuz I really I I just if they read this <laughs> everyone's lives would go you know would just be that much more smooth
0: yeah, maybe we could things. make it like a little quiz, like I'm going to give this to you today, and in 24 <laughs> hours, you have to pass it before I send you your pre-approval, so I make sure <laughs> we're both not wasting our time. That's awesome. <laughs> that's, that's, a that's a great, great idea, forgetting. Jeannie. <laughs> that's a great well, thank idea. thank you so much for coming on <laughs> the, the so show. And thanks so much for having and me. Thanks for I having me. I love this. I'll have you again. I Thank it. you so much. All right, again, you take everyone, care. You can okay. Take it easy. You can find Bye Denise Pantha at, at mortgagegal dot com. Again, Denise Pantha, and you can find her right online at mortgagegal dot com. That was a lot of information, everyone. So take it all in. Any questions you have about it, you can email me. You can contact Denise, and we're always here wanting to answer any credit questions. Denise loves the mortgage questions. so please um, definitely get back in touch with us if you have a question. I hope you learned a lot today. I certainly did, and take it easy till next time.